isn't getting any further away I found a nice house in the bay We could go there, but there's fire and earthquakes Do you think we should stay? And with me, as always, is the undisguisable Caleb Coy. <laughs> I try, but you see right through it. I Every time. <laughs> every single time. Uh, Caleb, it's almost the end of the year. It's true. Like, Where did it go? Where did it go? We've only got, uh, I think, two episodes left this year, don't we? I think, the, does that count this one? Yeah, that counts this one. We got this one. That'll be, that's today is the 18th, Friday the 18th, and then Friday the 25th is Christmas. That'll be a fun one. What? Yeah. And then the next one is New Year's, and that's that's technically next year. That is next year. Wow. Well, that'll be a a fun episode. That'll be a fun episode. 
what I was thinking we could do, since there's two episodes left and there's two of us. Go on. I was thinking we could each pick our like favorite records from 2020. And we could each spend an episode talking about the, the records that meant a lot to us this year. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that? No. Okay. New idea. What do you want to do? Uh, let's each uh, pick some songs that we liked from this year and take an episode to talk about it. That's a way better idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the real question is, who gets to go on Christmas? Because one of us gets to go on Christmas. I mean, it's not me this week, so... I think I think by default it ends up being me next week, unless you want to do two in a row. Which why don't we there do, were a lot of songs this year. Why don't we do yours this week and we'll do mine next week? Oh, <laughs> oh good idea. Yeah, I definitely planned. Yeah, you definitely did plan for this. No, you didn't, uh, but I did because uh, we. This is a bit we plan this whole thing out. I don't. I don't know. Why, I don't know why we're playing it off. Like, uh, like you know, after last week's episode, that was very weird. So this week, um, I'm not sure. Yeah. And, it's like the the second time in like the last couple of months that it's like, you know, my voice has just kind of sounded a little funny. Yeah, you gotta and, you gotta take it easy, man. You're you're a, a yeah. professional podcaster now. You've gotta <laughs> you gotta treat that instrument with the respect it deserves. It's <laughs> true. Gotta stop. Uh, gotta stop drinking all that booze and smoking all those cigars all the time. And stop listening to so much Fallout Boy. Yeah, well, obviously. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't listened to our, our episode last week, uh, two people who were definitely Caleb and I, mm-hmm. uh, and for sure not anybody else talked about, definitely. uh, top 10 holiday end of the year songs. I guess I'm not sure what, I didn't listen to the episode. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I listened. It was great. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. I am still furious that it happened and someone's going to be hearing from my lawyers just as soon as I figure <laughs> out who that someone is. Uh, <laughs> I have I have the legal team all all uh, retainered up and ready to go. I just need to know who to sue, and then oh boy, it's gonna get nasty. So all right, just uh, just pray I never figure that out because it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a doozy. I'd like to say that I had no involvement in it whatsoever, but clearly I did. Yeah, I mean we were both there, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this week we're going to count down. Well, countdown's not really the right word because I didn't put these in any particular order. Uh, so I'm just going to go in some some kind of order of 10 songs, uh, 10 records, 10 songs from 10 records that meant a lot to me this year. Uh, and when I sat down to do this, I didn't really intend for them all to have come out this year. It was really just going to be 10 that were meaningful to me this year. Okay. Uh, but it turns out they all did come out this year. So that just kind of worked out that way. Oh, look at that. Um, but How yeah, convenient. it was going to be either like basically my criteria was either a record that came out this year. Uh, it was a record that we covered on the podcast this year, or it was a record that meant something strong to me this year, but didn't necessarily meet either of those other two qualifications. But it turns out that uh, I managed to meet all three qualifications with every single one of my picks. And that's uh, not really on purpose, just kind of happened that way. So by those rules, I could theoretically pick just nothing but Cowboy Mouth songs for next week. Uh, you could, <laughs> yes. I would v- very much prefer that you didn't. <laughs> uh, I would. It, f- meant, very... it meant a lot to me making you listen to this, that record this year. <laughs> so 
I'll say that if if you're going to do that, then I'm going to sit next week's episode out and you can just talk about Cowboy Mouth for an hour. And I'm not going to do that. And that'll be Merry fucking Christmas for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't threaten me with a good time. Merry Christmas. Here's Caleb talking about Cowboy Mouth by himself for an hour. (laughs) That's the kind of content I signed up for. Yep. Indeed. I definitely got that out of my system. I'm so April. glad. I I actually almost put a Rick Moranis song on uh on my top ten this year, but would not have blamed you. But uh, there were, t- you know what? The, I I thought this was going to be hard. I thought it was going to be like I was going to be grasping straws to come up with like ten songs or ten records. There was a lot that happened this year, um, even in spite of all the terribleness of like the yeah. pandemic and the political situation this year. Uh, a lot of good music came out this year still somehow. Um, and I didn't have to pick a Rick Moranis song, so there we go. Who knew? Uh, but Caleb, as you almost certainly already know, uh, the song that we heard coming into the podcast is, uh, one of my picks for this year. And that is the song end of the world off of the album. You or someone, you know, by warriors. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that takes us like way back Mm -hmm. to uh, one of our first few episodes. Uh, so this was the, the 6th of March is when, uh, this record came out and our episode on this record came out and Lauren from Warriors joined us and was actually our second guest on the podcast of all time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Who was the first? What's that? Who was the first? Who was the first? That was Bacchae. Oh, that's right. They were great. They were great. They were, They're also, they were a delight. Uh, spoiler alert, also on my list. Ooh, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this record, uh, this record, this record came out at the beginning of March. And uh, I think that the pandemic hadn't really started yet. Like it was happening, but it felt like one of those things as like, that's only happening to other people. Yeah. Like that's never going to affect us here. Yeah. Um, Cause like, I don't, I don't think it had happened in your office yet, but like when this record came out, so obviously we'd already recorded at that point. Uh, Cause I think we, we talked about this in advance of it coming out and then released like on the release date. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I think we recorded like a yeah. week ahead of time. So when this record slash that episode came out, like we hadn't even closed our offices yet. Like we yeah. were just like starting to do like guidelines of like you can you can work from home if you feel more comfortable that way, but like, you know, give it a couple of weeks, everything will be fine. Like over on never heard of it, we were still cracking jokes about like, ah, two weeks, this will be fine. Yeah. We were wrong. I think uh I think too, if I recall, I don't think Warriors Tour had been canceled yet either. I think I, I think when we were talking to Lauren, they were still like ramping up to go on tour with Brian Fallon, and like that was a whole thing that was going to happen. And I think if I recall, they played one show, the first show of the tour, and then the whole thing got canceled, and it was like a huge. That bummer. sounds right. Yeah. And uh, and I had a ticket to that show, and I didn't go because I was like, eh, this pandemic thing sounded kind of scary. I'm going to give it a week or two and see how I feel, and maybe I'll catch it when they come to New York. And then the whole tour got canceled. And if I had known. At that time, yeah. if that was my last chance to see live music in 2020, I would have gone to that show. Fuck. But that's like, that's such a, such a feeling. I know. And it's like, you know, we didn't know back then that uh, this pandemic was going to be still raging uh, worse than it ever was uh, here in mm-hmm. December 2020. We, we, you know, back then it was like, ah, two weeks. We'll be, we'll be good for two weeks. I, I just, I remember, like, I feel so, like, shitty and naive about it, but I remember 
early this year telling people like, yeah, I remember SARS. Like that was no big, like, yeah, it was a big deal for the people that it affected, but it never really came here. And yeah. so like, we're fine. Like it was like, it was overseas. It was in like Southeast Asia. And I think like maybe some in like in Canada, but like, were there even any cases in the U S I don't even know. And then like a month later, it's like, holy shit, this is fucking real. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think this song obviously was written before the pandemic because the record came yeah. out at, on the very beginning of the pandemic, and you can't put records out before the songs are written. That just doesn't work. Um, no, tried. Yeah, I've tried to. It doesn't doesn't work. <laughs> uh, and uh, but somehow this song still kind of captures how this year felt for me. Um, uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's also just a solid jam. I like this. I'm, I'm sure I said pretty much this exact same thing, you know, almost a year ago when we talked about it, but like this song's such, such a tone for this record. There's so much raw energy coming right off the top. Uh, and it's so fucking catchy. I love it. Yeah. I, I, like hands down my favorite song on this record. Oh, mine too, by far. Uh, and that's no small feat because there's not a bad song on this record. Yeah. Um, and I know I said this was a no particular order, but I think this may still be my number one record for 2020. Right um, on. I, I will say it's the one I've listened to the most in 2020, if nothing else. Um, so there's that. Uh, but yeah, we don't really have to sit here and rehash that uh, that song too much because we did a pretty good job of it back in March. And if you really want to hear what we think of that song and what Lauren had to say about it, go back to our episode from March 6th and, and hear Lauren yeah. tell us about uh, about the end of the world and some other great songs off that record. If nothing else, like, do it to hear Lauren talk because they were a really great guest, really fun to have on the show. Yeah, and uh, put up with us not really knowing how to uh, interview people yet. Yes. Because we hadn't really figured that out. Still still, <laughs> still really haven't, um, which is uh, a great segue into, I'm just going to skip around here, uh, a great segue into the next uh, song I want to talk about, and that is the song Water Tower off of Impossible Sum by Maxwell Stern. Shadows on a side street Metal neck concrete And left a bitter bruise And I drove back wounded But filled with wanting To simmer sweetly Under an April
Yes. Uh, I feel like uh, the only reason we've uh, we maybe seem to have gotten our shit together when it comes to interviewing guests is because we've had such quality guests on the show. Yeah. I mean, we've had such good guests where we just kind of have to say something and then they go off on a whole story and it's like, great, you just keep talking. This is awesome. <laughs> yes. And I, uh, I love that. Love that energy so much. Yeah. And Max, uh, Max, we had recently on the podcast just a, a few weeks ago, actually. Um, and uh, to talk about his new record, Impossible Sum, which this uh, this song was from. And uh, he he also did a great job, so I would recommend checking that uh, that episode out as well if you like uh, if you didn't catch it and you like what you just heard because I'm I'm assuming by now we've played the song. I'm not really sure how I'm doing this one yet, but I'm assuming <laughs> by fine. now we played the song. Um, it's funny because as you're naming these songs and you know, so far the two two for two are ones that we've covered on the the show. Uh, it, like in my mind, I'm traveling back in time to where I was located when I was recording because I have had uh, probably at least five separate recording setups since moving to St. Louis yeah. uh, nearly two years ago. <laughs> and so, like, I, mean, I had a picture. All right, that was the one of the last episodes before I moved to my new house. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, this song was just a jam. I, 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 again, I love this song. Having Max on was a great time. Uh, Max was a great guest, and it's a great and, record. Yeah, and like I, one of the, the my favorite things that I loved about that, and you know, go back and listen to the episode and check it out, was talking to Max about like how meta the artwork got because we have this, yeah, uh, the the photo for the the cover art of the record, which then gets uh, made into like. Uh, a painting on the wall of like a little animated loop and one of the music videos. And like, it's, it's really neat. And like that kind of attention to detail that in some cases was totally accidental. That's just super cool. Uh, this is going to be a, I think a fairly recurring theme uh, with a lot of uh, the tracks that we discussed throughout the year. Uh, I hadn't heard of Maxwell at all before you recommended doing the record. Were you familiar with Signals Midwest though? No. Oh, Oh. No, I, I did a bunch of digging, like, when we were getting ready to record the record to learn more about him and, like, actually went back and listened to some of Signals Midwest. That's yeah, that's good shit, too. Uh, but, yeah, like, this whole year, we've really accomplished what we set out to do because I was introduced personally to a lot of new music. I actually was as well because I think with very few exceptions, most of your picks were new to me as well. See, uh, like, we... We did something fun. We 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 set out to introduce ourselves to, and each other to new music, and we did it. And we did it. And you know what? We're gonna keep doing it in twenty twenty one. I think. I I hope so. Because that's, that's my intent. Because I hope people aren't gonna stop putting out music. Because um, that would be a real bummer. That would be a real bummer. Uh, but speaking of your picks, uh, one of your picks actually made it onto my list. Oh. For uh, my favorite records of twenty twenty. And do you do you want to take a guess what it was? I don't. <laughs> 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 well, uh, I am, of course, talking about uh, Run the Jewels, yes. uh, RTJ4, and the song Walking in the Snow specifically. Get a dose of dirty cold to go, been cold since cold flow. Got a wire to enlarge and I'll set a fire down below. I hang it up when you say sorry, didn't know. Probably got a year, ten to go, so let's go. I don't really know how to go slow. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn, that motherfucker's cold. Hey, you in the wrong mode, you open and close, you know, holes, no go. This whole world's a shit mode, built in a brim like Gitmo. 
When you think it don't get more glow With limbo to the sticks on flow All oppression's born alive I don't make the rules, I'm just one guy I'll do respect and getting spit on how respect is now defined Hungry for truth, but you got screwed And drank the Kool-Aid, there's a line It ends directly at the edge of a man's grave That's their design Funny fact about a cage They're never built for just one group So when that cage is done with them And you still pour it, come for you The newest lowest on the totem Well, golly gee, you have been used You have to build a death machine That down the line will kill you too Pseudo-Christians yelling different Kids in prisons ain't a sin shit Even one scrap of what Jesus taught Connected, you feel different With a disingenuous way to piss away existence I don't get it I say you lost your goddamn minds If y'all possess one to begin Just with Just got done walking in the snow Goddamn that motherfucker cold Just got done walking in the snow Goddamn that motherfucker cold Just got done walking in the snow Goddamn that motherfucker cold Just got done walking in the snow Goddamn that motherfucker cold Yeah, ho, gangsta boo Run the jewel We back on our shit And it's cold as One to four, around the age of five, you shift away from your body to be stored. They promise education, but really they give you tests and scores. And they predict in prison population by who's going the lowest. And usually the lowest scores, the poorest, and they look like me. And every day on the evening news, they feed your fear for free. And you so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me. Until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. And you sit there in the house on couch and watch it on TV. The most you give is a Twitter rant and call it a tragedy. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy. Replaced it with apathy, I wish I could magically. Fast forward the future so then you can face it and see how fucked up it'll be. I promise I'm honest, they coming for you the day after they coming for me. I'm reading Chomsky, I'm reading Bukowski, I'm laying low for a week. I said something on behalf of my people and I popped up in WikiLeaks. Thank God let them cover the devil can smother and you know the evil don't sleep. Dick Gregory told me a couple of secrets before we lay down in his grave. All of us serve the same masters. All of us nothing but slaves. Never forgetting the story of Jesus, the hero was killed by the state. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Ho, 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 Who really wanna run it with the Jew runners? Go hellfire hot in a new summer. It's cold winter, baby, and a blue summer. I suicide bomber in a blue hummer. Emerge at the side, not a blue zone. Bad news coming true, son, blue son. Three beats like a wet dot true on him. Got a short rope crew on him. Move on him. Move on him. We be the heroes, the breakers, the chains, and the muscles of locks. You be the sucker supporting the bitches that talk to the cops. Just an omatic attorney and facing a fuck up on bra. I'm not so sure opportunities knocking this product the law. Word to the old school tape decks. I get radio Raheem Beast back. My Nike pin is sacred. Similar to the Ghostface bracelet. Frying with a hole, oh no joke. Probably go broke just off smoke. Fuck what we gonna do, non smoke. Get a job, made a roll, be a dope. Nah, I'ma do me. I done got those. Got those, got those, got those, got those, got those, got those, got First of all, they cheating, because uh-huh. they're one of them black and the other one white. Uh-huh. So if you don't like them, you automatically racist. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, fucking. That song just, ah. it hit me so hard when I first listened to it, when it came out. Because uh, if uh, if y'all remember, that came out right around uh, the time of George Floyd's murder in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just kind of... You know, it was almost like the record was written about that, even though it was written yeah. well before that, which just, again, I think we said back then, like, just goes to show you how so little has changed and how these problems are still so prevalent. And yeah. uh, this record, I think, did a really good job of capturing that feeling. Um, and yeah, this this one very quickly became an important record for me this year because it helped me 
uh, it, you know, just, it kind of helped me like understand a little bit more about, um, you know, the, the racial inequality and injustice that, that happens around us every day that, you know, in, in my place of privilege, I don't necessarily see all the time. So it's, it's, uh, yeah. it was a very eye opening record for me. And for that, uh, it made it onto my list. Well, and just every single time they drop a record and you think like, how are they going to top this? And then they fucking do it. Yeah. And it's like, like every, every run the jewels record has been such a heavy hitter. Uh, and the timeliness of the subject matter that it wasn't, again, wasn't intentional because of, you know, like them writing at least a year in advance. Like it just, it felt so raw. Yeah, it really did. And, uh, yeah, I don't have a uh, I don't have much else to say about this one other than just it was a, it's a great song, it's a great record. And uh that episode might be a little little rough cuz it was a pretty rough time for all of us. Uh yeah. you know, middle of pandemic and then you know George Floyd's murder and then the protests that that followed and just it's a pretty rough time, so that episode might have got a little heavy. I'm not really sure. I haven't listened to it since it came out, but uh the record for sure is worth listening to. Uh if absolutely. Else. So. Absolutely. I would strongly encourage that. Uh, I don't know that I have a good transition to another song, so I'm just going to pick one. I, I like that strategy. That's a good strategy. Throw another one out there. Throw it into the universe. And throw it into the universe. Well, let's go. Let's go back to uh, to pretty early in the year when uh, we covered the record "Safe Sins" by Gladdy. enough when I, when I search uh, in Spotify for that the f- 
like the top hit that it gives me is our episode, ah! which feels wrong. It feels wrong, <laughs> but I'm also not mad about it. No. Uh, but of course, we covered this record back in February uh, when it came out. And the song I picked to commemorate this one was the track When You Leave the Sun. Gladi, of course, is uh, Augusta from Kaitana and Matt from Three Man Cannon uh, and then a couple other folks. But uh, it's really kind of the two of them are, are, are the driving force behind it. And uh, it's a it's a pretty cool project because it's it's a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, Augusta's writing is very similar to what she did in, in Kaitana, but there's a little bit more of an electronic element to it as well with some drum machines and some synths and stuff. Uh, but it's also still kind of raw and and, and rock and, and and great. So uh, this was another one that's kind of been on heavy rotation for me this year. Yeah, and I mean, I can definitely see why. Um, and thinking back to the the episode that we did on this, that's one where we, uh, I can't remember if it was intentional or if it was accidental or if it was accidentally intentional, uh, where we did a, a little wordplay with the, uh, the records that we chose because uh, this was Safe Sins and I had selected Safe Without Sound. I be- by, uh, Park Ranger. I believe you told me it was intentional uh, at the time. That feels like a thing that I would do because you probably told me your pick in advance, and I was like, "Yeah, safe sins." That sounds like something else. That was uh, that was back when we were trying to do two records an episode. Which, my God, how did we ever think that was a good idea? That was a lot of work. I mean, yeah. I, I'm impressed that we pulled it off as as many times as we did. Um, but I think. I think we really like found that stride when we had the the episode with with Kississippi, where we we talked for so long about both uh, like her uh, pick uh, and then the the Kississippi record that we're like we should split these up into two, mm-hmm. and then we just kept doing it that way because yeah, trying to squeeze two records into an hour, we have trouble doing one record in an hour now, and I don't know how we ever managed to get two in an hour. Uh, <laughs> Back in the day. Especially when we have guests on and like the conversation's so good and we just talk. Yeah. For, like, I, I think uh, a couple of our guests, we've easily almost hit the three hour mark of just like, oh, know, for sure. Hit record and talk. Yeah, that's definitely happened. Uh, we definitely had to use to cut a lot more out of the episodes than we do now, which is kind of nice. Now you're getting more of the, uh, the full conversation uh, than you were pr- prior because just try, try to cut all that down into an hour was just. Yeah impossible i I don't envy that task no it was a it was a tough one uh but speaking of guests that uh the the conversation just went on for for a very long time uh i do want to kick it back to i think this actually came out the week before our episode with uh recovered safe sins and that was the episode where we had bakai on as a guest and we talked about their record pleasure vision yeah they they were just they were fun. They were delightful. I, I really enjoyed having because the the whole the whole team the whole team uh, came around and just sat and talked with us and like again like we hadn't had a guest yet and we were just kind of getting a feel for the the show mm-hmm. uh, and to have them collectively pick a record to talk about and then also talk about their uh, their record pleasure vision like that was a neat experience. That was a really neat experience, and uh, I, I love that episode for for so many reasons. Uh, for for one, uh, they were our first guest, and they were all absolutely delightful to have on the on the podcast. And I hope they put out more music just so we can have an excuse to bring them back and yeah. be on the podcast again. And also, I want to hear more music from them because it's very good. Uh, 
but their record their record was so good. Um, that was before traveling was illegal mm-hmm. and dangerous. I think I was actually in Cincinnati when we recorded that one in an Airbnb because I was I was in Cincinnati for a thing. I, oh wild! Yeah, I remember that you had done that. Yeah, that seems so long ago. Like leaving the state, I haven't done that, and probably since then, actually, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, what a time to be alive. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? We'll hear Hammer okay. off of Pleasure Vision from Bakai. And when we come back, we'll talk about, uh, you know, five more of my picks from 2020. So stay tuned. All right.
Michael Fight, and I'm here with a brand new show called Fight Jokes About Everything. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to bring up a brand new topic, something that's hot on the internet because, because I live on the internet. And we're going to take those silly things and we're going to joke about them and we're going to, you know, talk a little bit about the history of them and talk about why the internet is such a terrible but wonderful place. So please join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this brand new Night Shift Radio original. For more information, go to nightshiftradio.com and of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Hi, I'm Sarah Sweeney, host of the new podcast, Latchkey Kids. Right now, we're all at home left to our own devices without any adult supervision. Each weekish, I'll talk to my fellow Latchkey Kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and, because I can, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. So join me wherever you get your podcasts. Mindless monsters, once thought human, fill the streets. A corrupt government threatens the lives of the people it's meant to serve. This sounds a little too familiar. Is this real life? Or a video game you can play for fun? Shift Talk Q, Night Shift Radio's newest original production, is your LGBTQ centered source for creative and thoughtful discussions and news at the intersection of gaming, diversity, and community. You can expect unboxings, game reviews, let's plays, community nights, celebrations of what video games are doing right, critical conversations about where the gaming industry needs to do better, and so much more. Be the first to know when new episodes drop by following us on Twitter and Instagram at NSR Shift Q. And on Twitch at Shift Alt Q to join the community. For more information about Shift-Alt-Q, visit nightshiftradio.com.
You're still listening to Left of the Dial. I'm still Kitsy. Caleb is still whatever I called him in the beginning of the episode. I closed the Google Doc, so I'm not sure. Undisguisable. Undisguisable. Caleb is still undisguisable. And we are still talking about my top 10 uh, records from 2020 in no particular order other than just what kind of naturally comes up in conversation. So uh, please don't take this as any kind of ranking or anything like that because uh, it's certainly not. Because you know what? They were all number one in my heart. Aww. Yeah. Uh, but of course, coming back from the break, as you already know, you just heard the song Fire off of the album St. Cloud by Waxahachie, which came out earlier this year. So I um, I said this in the, the the top half of the episode, but again, like so many of these were like very new to me, uh, although I, I had heard of Waxahachie at least, had never actually listened to, um, but this was another just absolute delight. And uh, we had a guest for this one too, did we not? Uh, did we? I mean, we we definitely didn't have Katie Crutchfield on. I know that for a fact. Okay, well then. Which would have been awesome. And uh, Katie, if you're listening, please come on our podcast. Yes. Oh, that's right. We didn't because this one I introduced you to Controlling the Famous. This was a weird mix-up. <laughs> this was a uh, very Matt. weird mix-up. This, so th- this was... This episode was a, a good example of why uh, moving to one record per episode was a, a smart decision. <laughs> yeah, I think this was actually one of our last uh, double headers. Uh, it was pretty close to it for sure because mid-May. No, this was our last double header actually because the very next two episodes were the ones with uh, with Kississippi. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> Which. Uh, <laughs> No wonder we stopped this immediately. Yeah. Uh, Look at that. We we learned our lesson. And it was fairly early on. It was episode 21. Yeah. <laughs> we got it was it wasn't even half a year till we figured out what we were doing was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fire is such a beautiful song. Oh, I know. Um and I remember discovering the the music video for this and just having this like moment of like experiencing what it was like to like drive along like the highway that like she's on like shooting the the video on and like what that feels like being on you know a bridge across the the river presumably the uh, <clears throat> excuse me presumably the Mississippi um although I don't remember exactly but I think it was but just it's like what a delight and then compared to the fucking <laughs> controlling the fame track, which I love I love but it's a mess <laughs> I feel like I didn't dig that one as much you I, did not. I don't and remember. I don't blame you. I don't remember. I don't it, blame you. At but all. that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, and like it's also possible that uh, in a different context, not put side by side with with this beautiful uh, like Midwest folk, uh, that maybe it would have been a little bit more enjoyable. But I I, I don't see how you could have. <laughs> yeah. No, that would have been that would have been tough. Oh, what a great year. What a good year. I mean, what a terrible year, <laughs> but, but, but musically, <laughs> musically, it was a good year. It was a good year for us as, as a podcast. Um, cause last year we didn't have a podcast. That's true. And now this year we have one. So that was like last a net. year was a, last year was a much worse year for this podcast. For this podcast specifically. Yes. Uh, this year we have two podcasts now you and i specifically have two podcasts we also have set condition one where uh true. our friend andrea uh goes through the 2004 sci-fi series battlestar galactica with us and uh boy is that a fun one 
That is fun. But of course, you're already subscribed to that. Of so course you well, are. You wouldn't well dream of not subscribing to that one. <laughs> but um, what's... Uh, What's next? I mean, you're you're dropping banger after banger. I'm dropping this, this banger after banger. So. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna keep it in the um in the kind of slowed down. Uh, okay, I like it. Slowed down, kind of folky. Uh, well, not really folky. You know what? We're we're going to Frances Quinlan. Okay. Uh, her album Likewise came out towards the beginning of this year, and I picked the song Rare Thing. My love in the dream. You were all. Speaking, I was too shocked to make any one of my tired speeches listen. That's a rare thing for me. Sunlight touches on the plants that I've been torturing, yet when I
all the way back to episode wow. 12, uh, 20th of March, which you paired with Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties. A much less uh, jarring pair. Yes. <laughs> and also, which, uh, uh, they both have the Philly connection, so. Yeah, and I think... Um, I think Aaron West might have actually released something new recently. I'll have to, to dig in and see if that's true or not. Oh, but yeah. I'll have to dig that up. You might, uh, you might hear about that on the show sometime. We'll see. I mean, are we, are we going to keep doing this in 2021, do you think? I, for the, the time being, I don't see why not. It's like we had anything better to do. <laughs> we're still not leaving. We're, we're, still like, can't, we're, we're still home. Still can't go anywhere. <laughs> Thanks, government. Hmm. Yeah. Frances has such a beautiful voice. She does. And it's such a unique voice, too. Uh, yeah. I actually was just re-watching. Um, they did a, a live at KEXP session, but it was like an outdoor concert uh, that they did on YouTube. And uh, nice. Hop Along, uh, which Frances uh, is the singer and guitar player and primary songwriter for, uh, did did a, a, a session of that Caleb I will send you the link to put in the show notes for that since oh, we're yeah. talking about it but it's uh it just reminded me how kind of how dynamic of a singer she is and how much of a, a good range that she has uh and just how much I love anything she sings on I am I'm into in fact the the way I found out about Hop Along originally was uh, I got into Restorations who we okay. still have not managed to talk about on this podcast somehow that I'm, actually surprises me. I know. We went a whole year without talking about one of my favorite bands, and that's a little weird. Well, uh, we'll have to make up for that next year. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, a lot of good music came out this year, so it's not like we were hurting for uh, for stuff to put on the podcast. It's true. Uh, in fact, sometimes it feels like we don't have enough episodes to cover everything we want to cover. <laughs> uh, There's been so many times like, we can talk about this, and we can talk about this. Uh, and then there's other times where I'm like digging deep through, like just like looking for like what's new. Yeah. Uh, and you've you've got a couple good picks off of just looking through your Spotify like new and noteworthy playlist, yeah, uh, which has been kind of cool. Fun. But uh, anyway, the Francis Quinlan thing. So uh, she sang guest vocals on a very early Restoration song, and I remember just falling in love with her voice immediately and being like, I, who is this? I want to hear everything she's ever sang in her entire life. And someone told me like, oh, that's, you know, Frances Quinlan. She's got a band called Hopalong. And I looked up Hopalong and I was like, this is the best band I've ever heard. <laughs> Which is how I feel about almost every band I hear the first time I hear them, as it turns out. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so Hopalong uh, did not put out a record this year, but their records are great. So if you liked Likewise... Uh, and if you liked uh, the song Rare Thing by Frances Quinlan, I would highly recommend checking out uh, Hop Along. Her, her uh, more, they're more of like an indie rock kind of band, uh, more so than this this record, but uh, very good. What, uh, if someone were to pick one Hop Along record? Painted Shut. Say like, okay. Painted Shut go. would be my pick. Uh, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Uh, although all of their records are great, but Painted Shut, I think, is the, the it's my favorite for sure. Uh, and, uh, fuck, what's his name? Joe? Is it Joe? Joe plays guitar in that band, I think. I can't, I think his name's Joe. Whoever plays guitar in that band, lead guitar, fucking shreds. Uh, and manages to basically just noodle and shred and rip the entire song and not have it be obnoxious or get in the way, which is a very <laughs> hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, he's pretty much like he never really plays like the same riff twice. It's always like a very, you know, from start to finish is just a very, you know, linear progression of things he's playing, but it somehow it all fits and none of it gets in the way. And uh, it's a, that's a very difficult thing to do. There is a Joe in the band, so I think you might be right. I think I might be right. What's his, is it Reinhardt? Joe Reinhardt? Yes. Yes, that's him. Joe Reinhardt. Hi, Joe, if you're listening. You're probably not. But if you are, hi. You're a great guitar player. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I can stop fawning over this band now, I think. I mean, it's okay. Okay. You're allowed. I'm allowed. Uh, I think my next pick is a, a pretty recent one, actually. And this is something that somehow... Uh, was not on my radar, and uh, actually our co-host from Set Condition 1 uh, picked this one. Uh, so Andrea picked um, Dave Hawes's, uh double EP set, Patty and Patty, where he covered uh, songs by Patty Griffin and uh, Patrick Costello from Dillinger 4. I'm sorry, I, I think I picked that? You're absolutely right, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm... What was I thinking? I, you're absolutely right. That was your pick. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge Dave Hawes fan. I mean, I have a fucking loved ones tattoo for Christ's sake. So the fact that I I've didn't, I didn't know this was coming uh, is a little embarrassing for me. But uh, at the same time, it was an extremely cool record to come out because uh, Caleb, as you remember, back when we used to live together in Syracuse uh, yes. ten plus years ago, we used to sing Dillinger Four songs while getting drunk on the couch all the time. It's true. Uh, not so much the Patty Griffin, um, who I, I, I will say I've, I was aware of, but never really listened to before, uh, before Dave covered some of her songs. But uh, I absolutely love what he did with, uh, with her songs. And I picked uh, Moon Song for my pick for this year. Following your road till the sky ran out. Followed your love till love was in doubt. I've fallen your love till it never really was at all Feeling stupid and hollow now the moon's gonna follow me home Waited for you till the snow fell down over my skin like a thin nightgown Waited for you, but you never came around at all Waited for you till they pulled the plug Bartender emptied out his big tip jug They swept all the floors, backing the rugs and went home Drank all I could swallow, now the moon's gonna follow me home T 
tears with a washing pail. I followed your story, I followed your tale. I followed you straight through the doors of your jail cell too. Followed your voice in the darkness soft. A wind came through and carried it off. I followed your love till it never really was at all. Swallow now, the moon's gonna follow me home. Drink all I could swallow now, the moon's gonna follow me home. Drink all I could swallow now, the moon's gonna follow me. Not a bad song on either of those EPs, but uh, Moon Song really stuck out to me. I definitely know a lot about this song, having selected it for the uh, for the episode. Well, yes, I remember you did talk a lot about this song and what it, and what it meant to you. Do you want to just kind of refresh our, our listeners? I do to, not to just to, well, <laughs> just in case just in case they missed the episode or or you know don't really remember. Do you want to just tell them just like a little just a little bit about how you felt about it? I I do not. I just, well, what, I mean, you've obviously heard the song, so you could at least say like what you think about it right now. I think it's really pretty. And I love the imagery of the, the moon following you home yeah. on uh, the, those, those long nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also yeah. just, I just kind of like how sparse the arrangement is too. I'm a sucker for sparse arrangements sometimes. Yeah. I mean, Dave does a really great uh, job of interpreting, or I should say, reinterpreting both uh, the the Patty Griffin and the uh, the Dillinger Four songs. Um, with like he 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 brings his personality to it, but doesn't like it's it's not overbearing. Like he doesn't like override the heart of the songs, yeah, and make them Dave. But like he he makes them. Dave ask. Yeah, I think he strikes a really good balance of making them his own, but still doing justice to the original, uh, yeah. which is not an easy thing to do. No, it is not. And like kudos. I mean, we we know that that Dave's a, a brilliant uh, musician and songwriter, and like kudos for this like really like thoughtful approach to uh, these other artists' songs. Yeah, which of course is why I selected. <laughs> yes, of course it's why you selected it. Yes, <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, Caleb, I've got two left for 2020. Do you want to take a guess at what either one of them is? I do not. Oh, <laughs> you, you keep trying to get me to him, but I'm not falling for it. Oh, come on. <laughs> just make a guess. It'll be fun. No, because if I'm wrong, I'll be super embarrassed. I'll just cut it out if you're wrong. It's one of them Oceanator. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. One of them is Oceanator. Uh, the Our album. Only- What's that? Our only repeat guest so far. Our only repeat guest so far. That is correct. We and talked a lot about uh, the the guitar brand that she uses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We brought her on for Lowe's uh, in the summer, and foam then, shrimp pink. And then uh, yes, foam shrimp pink. And then she released a killer record. And we we're like, well, we have to have you back. Yes. So. And what just what a joy. Yeah. Elise is just wonderful. Oh. And Elise, if you're listening, come back anytime. We love having you. Yeah. Uh, literally any record you want to talk about, whether it's one of yours or 
anybody else's. You're, you could, you know what? If you want to be a, a, a third co-host on this podcast, you just let us know. Come on, do it. You won't. You won't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, the, tr- the track I picked was "I Would Find You," which uh, is the one that stuck out the most to me.
you know, again, kind of uh, tying with that end of the world theme. You know, if it all falls apart, if the sun doesn't come up, I would find you. And that's just, uh, you know, it's just a, a, a nice sentiment that I hope, uh, I hope someday, I hope someday I feel about that way about someone or, and or someone feels that way about me. Cause yeah, that must be a nice feeling. I also hope someday that it doesn't feel like the world is ending every day. <laughs> that would be lovely. I, d- I don't want these, uh, end of the world sort of songs to hit so hard yeah <laughs> yeah it'd be nice if next year like uh maybe a happy song could hit hard uh because next year is going to be so happy i hope oh i hope and I'm, I'm sure we we went into to great depth about it but i just i love the like the richness of like the synth and the, the bass driven yes uh, melody of this song it's Elisa's songs are so great, and she's such a such a talented musician and songwriter, and like surrounds herself with other phenomenal musicians when these get like arranged and put together. Mm-hmm. That just they're mm-hmm. uh, like I, I could go on. I, we did go on. We in did both episodes. We uh, did. You can you can go back and listen and hear what a delight she is. Yes, we did, and you should, and please do, and also listen to. To the song, because and the whole record, because it's a great, it's a really good record, and it's a shame that she didn't get to tour on it this year because of the pandemic. And hopefully, next year, I'm hoping by like next late summer, early fall, we'll be able to start seeing some bands play again. I'm really hoping. I look forward to the day that we can have an artist on as a guest and talk to them about what their experience has been like playing shows again. Yes. Rather than what their experience has been like having all their shows canceled. Yes. Yes. That will be a very nice change of pace for us. What a day it'll be. What a day it will be. Uh, well, Caleb, the time has come. Have we arrived? We've arrived at the last song on my top 10. Oh, man. Do you have a guess what it might be? I don't. Really? I don't. Well. We've, we've talked about so much this year. We have talked. We, You know, we did, uh, this is episode number 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did a lot of episodes this year, and I'm going to say most of them were pretty listenable. I, I very much enjoyed the, the majority of, uh, of this show. Yeah. <clears throat> I You know, I, I want to take a moment and appreciate how... Uh, how many of the records that came out early in this year have stuck with you so much to be uh, in your your top 10 at the end of the year? Like they've just carried with you through this Mm -hmm. nightmare of uh, Mm -hmm. of a Mm 12-month period. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, that's that's not unique to this year. I mean, I'm still listening this year to a lot of records that came out last year. Um, Like I'm still very into uh, the White Reaper record that came out last year. Um, that I just, I, I almost put it on my list cause it's still been big in my mind this year, but I wanted to make room for records we covered this year or records that came out this year. Um, and was only going to dip into stuff that didn't if I had to, and it turns out I didn't, but. Well, um, we also know that you never stop listening to the poly six. Never. <laughs> the, the day I stopped listening to the poly six is the day that I no longer can listen to music ever. I think. I- I think that that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, But yeah, my last pick for 2020 
And again, these are in no particular order. This is not a countdown to number one or anything. Uh, but the last album I picked was the album Paradise by Cold Years. Oh, yeah. See, that, that, that caught me off guard because I was thinking about that one and thinking about how much I fucking loved that record. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, no way they're going to pick that one. Not because it wasn't good, but I figured it was going to be some other like super deep cut or something. Nope. What a fucking great record. What a fucking great record. Uh, and of course, the song I picked this year uh, for this year is Too Far Gone. Uh, I think that's my favorite <sighs> song off the record uh, by, by a long shot. Uh, and of course, this is a band that I discovered through a Instagram friend. Uh, I think I mentioned this when we, when we brought this episode up is, uh, I think so, yeah. she posted something along the lines of like, if, if the gaslight anthem, no, wait, what was it? If the Jim blossoms were a punk band from New Jersey, this is what they would sound like. Yes. And posted, uh, a song off of one of their earlier EPs. And well, I saw I saw that description. I was like, well, I'm obviously going to listen to this band. And then I did. I and I was like, wow, uh, she fucking nailed it. Cause that's exactly what they sound like. I remember how much time we spent talking about how, uh, the town in Scotland that this band is from uh, is basically the, the New Jersey of Scotland. Uh, and, uh, our co-host from second edition one, Andrea had a lot to say about that being from New Jersey herself. Yes. Yes. She does <laughs> for some reason live in New Jersey. We're, we're not quite sure why. Uh, you know, to be totally honest, uh, it was quite some time in, into knowing her before I realized that she actually did live in New Jersey. It wasn't just like from there mm -hmm. uh, because I, I would see you two together so much that I just assumed she lived in Philly. Uh, to be fair, she lives right across the bridge in Collingswood, which is basically a suburb of Philly. So yeah. it just happens to be in a different state. It's always funny to me how uh, metro areas can spend state lines yeah. like that and yet be technically considered separate. Well, I think it's it's uh, similar to what you've got going on there in, in St. Louis because you've got Illinois right over the river, don't you? True, but there's not much on the Illinois side. Well. Uh, at least not immediately over the river. You have to go a little bit further, uh, and th there's a lot of history there. Um but it's my 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 dream personally to someday see that uh, make a comeback because it is really cool over there. Maybe we can build our uh, night shift radio corporate headquarters there one day. I would do that. I I think a lot about what I would do if I had Bezos's money uh, and rebuilding East St. Louis and like seriously reinvesting in the, uh, the the black and immigrant communities here in the area is just like a major dream of mine. I don't have Bezos's money. I can't do that, but most people don't. I think I think a lot about that. It's fucking wild how much money that guy has, and he could fix so many problems, and just doesn't do it. Uh huh. Like that's, just, that's like only looking at the amount of profit that he has gained on top of his uh, already substantial billions prior to the pandemic. Like he could give that much away and not even feel a dent in what his wealth was at the beginning of the year, which is already just... Astronomical. Yeah, just fantastically large and a number that, that no no person has ever earned in their lifetime. It's, it's almost as if billionaires, like there's no ethical way to be a billionaire. Is almost not. Is almost what it's like when you think there's about it. Absolutely not. So maybe don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't be a billionaire. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I doubt but, any. You know, I, I doubt any billionaires listen to this podcast. So I don't. I think we're preaching to the choir here. And as much as we want to talk about, uh, you know, how much good he could do with all that wealth, I think he's too far gone. Oh, bringing it back. <laughs> Bringing it back. And that is, of course, what uh, Cold Years had in mind when they wrote this song off of their yeah. album Paradise, is this is very, very much about Jeff Bezos, uh, for sure. That's, you can, that's a guarantee. You heard it here first, folks. That's not true. As sure as the PC stands for podcast. It doesn't stand for podcast. Wait. No, it does stand for podcast. You tricked me. You bamboozled me. You charlatan. <laughs> Heckin' bamboozled. Oh, I'm gonna. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't even mean to trick you. You're. You're lucky. I can't legally go to St. Louis right now because I would. Mm, I would show. I up would. And, I would show up and high five you and hug you so hard. That's. Oh, mm. Not because of the bamboozle, just because I miss you. Bring it on. All right. <laughs> I would say good luck finding me, but as we've already established, I've literally shared photos and told you where I live, so you'd be able to find it. Yeah. Also, St. Louis isn't that big. No. I, I think about that sometimes, like walking around. Like, you know, I, I think of it as a, like it's a decent sized city, uh, but then my, my brain wanders to other larger cities that I've been in and realizes, like, it's not that big. Mm-mm. It's really not. Mm-mm. It but, could have been. We were once larger than Chicago. Now, is that because Chicago got bigger or did St. Louis get smaller? Both. The Rapidly. Pl- the plot thickens. Yes. <laughs> I think it's actually trended uh, in both directions uh, for quite some time ever since. That sounds about right. Yeah. Which uh, just goes to show you Chicago's better than St. Louis. Ah, oh, that's rude. Uh, it's rude but true so it's trude trude it's it's trude it's rude and it's true it's trude i think we have reached the conclusion of this podcast uh without a doubt well done well done well done we did it we did it we did a top 10 we did a top 10 and we have just just one more episode in the year Mm -hmm. we have done a full year's worth of episodes 52 is technically one a week. Yeah. And we did it. But yeah, we did a top 10. We did this is our second top 10 in a row, obviously. Last week you and I picked our top 10 favorite holiday songs. That's true. And we uh we had uh the week before that our friend Janelle do her top 5 for the year. Oh yeah, we're just doing so, all the countdowns. It's a, it's a December we, countdown. We have now covered 25 uh top songs. Yeah. And uh <laughs> next week you know, it's it's only one week till Christmas, Caleb, as as of when this comes out. I hope you got your all shopping I done. Want, all I want for uh, Christmas is to uh, to know what songs I'm going to pick. Well, that is uh, what you'll have to come back next week to find out, because on Christmas Day, we will be releasing Caleb's top 10 songs from 2020. You're welcome. So make sure you subscribe and, and don't miss that one. Uh, I'll be there. But... You're already subscribed, so. You're already subscribed. Of course you're already subscribed. You're going to have a brand new episode under your tree. Yeah, right under your tree. That's actually, <laughs> Caleb's going to deliver it to your house on a cassette tape. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be on a cassette tape and wrapped up in, uh, in a nice little bow, and he's going he's gonna to crawl down your chimney and put it under your tree. So uh, make sure if you're subscribed that you email Caleb your address so he can find your house. <laughs> uh, because... 
as we know, I am Santa Claus. That is accurate. We did talk about that last week, you and I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we, we definitely did. I think I remember it. Yeah. Those, that, <laughs> that last week when it was definitely you and I on the podcast and not somebody else, because mm-hmm. that'd be weird. Mm-hmm. That'd be real we weird. Never do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't, this, how do you end up a, a, a countdown, a top 10? I don't know. It's not a countdown. It's just a top 10. Uh, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you if you've you know if you've been here all year with us. Thank you for sticking in uh, yeah. for the whole year. If you're if you're new to the podcast, thanks for for getting on the train with us. Uh, we hope it's going somewhere fun. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, but thank you for listening. We hope you'll join us in 2021 for another good year of delicious. I'm I'm very hungry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope you'll join us for another year of amazing music that we, that we pick out and talk about. And hopefully we'll have some good guests next year as well. And, uh, we also have a very interesting project, uh, coming up under the left of the dial name next year that we're getting very close to, uh, being ready to launch. So, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all those other places. If you want to be abreast of that situation, that of course is left of the dial PC. The PC stands for podcast, not pork chop. No. So we're going to hear Too Far Gone off of the album Paradise by Cold Years to round out my picks of 2020. Uh, Please, if you have the means and you like what you heard so far this week, uh, please consider supporting some of these bands by purchasing their music on Bandcamp. Uh, Mm -hmm. It has been a tough year for everyone. And uh, as we all know, bands can't really work from home uh, in the way that they would if they were on tour. So it's been uh, it's been very challenging. So any support you can give to uh, if not these bands, just pick some of your favorite bands, any bands that you like. Go ahead and just buy some of their merch, buy some of their music. Uh, I think that would go a long way to helping them uh, be able to continue to make music in 2021 and beyond. So uh, so please consider doing so. And uh yeah, that's I'm I'm done. But end Do it. podcast over. <laughs> end, end of podcast. Uh, this has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Koi. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. So many years waiting on the change. No it's gone. Maybe I should just give up because I'm always wrong. Give me a minute to come to terms with her